Hi there, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and across the Six Nations as Europe's elite go head-to-head in rugby's oldest international competition. Each week, we'll be looking at the QBE predictor, which forecasts the results of each round of matches. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. Could I uh, ask the Honourable Lady, uh, can I make a plea uh, to her and her party to perhaps assist in that and to tell Just Stop Oil to just stop it? Um, Not continue, not content uh, in interrupting car runs, they are now intent on interrupting cricket runs and I'm all for frustrating the Australian batsmen but uh, I think that is the England cricket team's job. Um, In all seriousness we've seen some awful scenes this week particularly um, at the tennis and I think it's it's particularly callous interrupting sporting events which can turn the course of a match and risk injury to players. Commons leader Penny Mordaunt in the House of Commons criticising the protests by campaign group Just Stop Oil a day after their latest action, invading a tennis court at Wimbledon and throwing around orange ticker tape and puzzle pieces. It's the latest example of protesters from the campaign group targeting a major sports event in the UK. It follows the orange powder-throwing man being carried off the Lord's cricket field by England's Johnny Bairstow last week, and the protester who covered a snooker table with the fluorescent powder at the Crucible back in April. At this year's London Pride, where more Just Stop Oil protests were held, the city's mayor, Sadiq Khan, said he backed the action if it's done lawfully. I'm not sure how you know, Just Stop Oil protesting at a protest helps the cause when it comes to tackling the climate emergency. I I agree with campaigning. I agree with campaigning and protesting in a way that's lawful, safe and uh, peaceful. I think existential rebellion and just up oil are really important pressure groups, you know, trying to put power on those in positions of power and influence. I fully support the right to protest, you know, and it's really important to recognise the joys of a democracy is protest. Today, though, the policing minister, Chris Philp, has backed spectators and sports fans doing a Johnny Bairstow, aka taking action themselves, to stop the protesters. He said spectators stepping in to deal with such demonstrations would be reasonable, but added that it should first be the job of stewards and marshals. Mr Philp also said that ministers are encouraging organisations to consider taking out injunctions to provide more legal protection. So, as Wimbledon quite literally picks up the pieces from yesterday's disruption, can we expect more Just Stop Oil protests? And should spectators be encouraged to stop their protests? Joining me now is our reporter Lizzie Edmonds, who is at Wimbledon. So Lizzie, what was the vibe like at Wimbledon after the Just Stop Oil disruption yesterday? In terms of the vibe at Wimbledon, I think everyone was expecting something to happen. There's been quite a significant number of uh, protests in the past few months at major sporting events. And I mean, everyone at the All England Club and also spectators were kind of waiting for it to happen. And and so I think many were quite you know relieved that it had and that that's done now, hopefully, for the rest of the championships. I think 
there have been increased security measures, uh, such as lots of uh, 100% bag searching, occasional pat down and occasional um, searches, like body searches of people as well, that uh, is inevitably leading to longer queues to get onto sites. So that is causing a bit of frustration with people trying to get on. Um, And I think the debate remains, really, that people on the whole, I think, are sympathetic to the cause but just get frustrated if you've spent a lot of money or you've spent a lot of time waiting in lines for tickets to live sports to have it disrupted so yeah I think that's the general kind of ethos or or vibe of people at, at the championships following the protests that's it and obviously after those protests yesterday people have been raising questions online about the security there but as you said it does sound quite extensive and I understand now that they're stopping the sale of puzzle boxes yeah, so um, some chalk paint was banned. Uh, it was listed as a banned substance, um, which shouldn't impact most people ahead of the championships. And now they have removed jigsaw puzzle boxes um, from sale because of what's happened. So I think look, it is extensive. There is extensive security. I'm not sure what else they could really do. But of course, you know, I should imagine that the just the protesters from yesterday got in on a kind of normal grounds pass, which are quite easily available. You can queue up, thousands of people do, to get those tickets. And, you know, if you were a security person and you saw someone with a puzzle, a Wimbledon puzzle in their bag, you wouldn't you wouldn't think about it, if you know what I mean. So it, it's, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky to kind of ensure that nothing will happen. So what have fans and spectators been saying about what happened? And are there any supporters of at least the messaging or even the tactics behind Just Stop Oil's disruption? I, I would say broadly people understand the cause but don't think the action is appropriate. Um, obviously, I, I haven't spoken to, you know, lots and lots of fans, but that's very much the kind of ethos of the tennis players Andy Murray has said that Heather Watson said that today in a panel an environmental panel that the club put on for for kind of um, media purposes yeah I think nobody can deny what they're what point they're trying to make it's just as is the method you know suitable there's also some of so Katie Bolter spoke last night she was one of the players who was uh, disrupted you know that there's there's elements of safety involved in that if you are a young you know woman in the pro- in the public eye which she is and someone comes running at you and you don't know what they're doing you know that's quite scary and you know you do fear for your safety so there's um there's that element of it as well outside of safety obviously it is a sports tournament and disrupting games midway through is going to affect both players and the flow of the game has much been said about that either by the players or others Yes, again, Katie actually seemingly kind of came back from the from the break, the brief break, and stormed through. I think she won nine uh, points immediately afterwards. So for her, it was it was quite a positive thing. But inevitably, you know, that means that her opponent probably must have taken it. You know, couldn't manage to or not as effectively, perhaps um, couldn't you know process that and and move past it. So it will impact players. Of course, it will. It will. You know, it's a it's a it's a break that you aren't anticipating with things like the weather, you know, that they are they break for or toilet breaks, you can somewhat anticipate that they will come along, but these come out of the blue and you might be in the in the zone and then you know you're you're stopped mid flow. So it, it it is disruptive for them, hundred percent. 
Let's take a short break now. In part two, Lizzie explains her thoughts on policing minister Chris Philp, saying he thinks spectators trying to remove protesters from these events would be reasonable. That is up to individual discretion, isn't it? And that if people feel able to step in or that they want to, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know whether I would condone it because then you get into all sorts of different issues that can come up from that sort of thing. And interestingly today, we heard from Policing Minister Chris Philp. He said that he backed spectators doing a Johnny Bairstow, i.e. taking action to sort of stop protesters. Those comments, fair or foolish? I mean, look, I think that is... Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how seriously people should, should take that on board because, again, it comes down to safety doesn't it i mean on the whole these protests are fairly harmless they obviously don't mean any physical harm or they haven't you know shown that they want to cause physical harm to people in that because you just don't know you don't know and that is up to individual discretion isn't it and that if people feel able to step in or that they want to but i, I don't know I, I i don't know whether i would condone it because then you get into potential issues of i don't know uh, all sorts of different issues that can come up from that sort of thing so I don't know. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure that that's I think the jury's a little bit out on that advice, to be honest. And following on from the disruption, would you say it has marred the event in any way or are people still enjoying the event as much as they'd have hoped to? I think people are enjoying it as much as could be hoped. I think, you know, Court 18 is a prestigious court. It's a very historic court. It's the home of um the longest ever match at Wimbledon. That's the court where the action took place. And, you know, throwing confetti it took, I think, about 10 minutes to kind of clear up. In the grand scheme of things, it wasn't hugely disruptive. There were things that they could have done that were a lot that could have been a lot worse. That's not to belittle it at all, but I think people will now try and just move past it and enjoy the tennis. And I think everyone will just be hoping that that's kind of the end of that for, for 2023. There's more news, interviews and analysis in the Evening Standard newspaper and, of course, online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.